Welcome to the Power Podcast and the 2020 theme, Power Perspective. I'm your host, Malia Warner, here to discuss ideas to help you change your life by seeing things in a new way. Today is episode 60, Choice versus Decision. Hi, friends, and welcome. How are you? How is everyone doing? How is it going in your part of the world with the coronavirus? I went to Costco this past week, and everyone was stocking up toilet paper and water and all of that. I was there to get pizza. It was three o'clock in the afternoon and I needed something to feed my family for dinner. So I was not thinking into the future whatsoever. I was thinking for like immediate survival and it was three o'clock. So it was too early to get one of their hot and ready to go or it would have been cold by dinner time. And so I went in to get one of the take and bake pizzas. You take it home and then you cook it in your own oven, which is what my boys were going to be doing that night. They were going to be cooking their own pizza for dinner. So I'm walking to the back of Costco, to the refrigerated section, dodging the towering carts stacked to the brim with packages of bottles of water. And it feels a little apocalyptic. And I'm looking at all of the other shoppers thinking, maybe I should be planning ahead a little bit more and not just here after pizza. But I was pretty focused on just getting through dinner time. Back in the refrigerator section, cannot find pizzas anywhere. Finally tracked down a Costco employee. Where are the pizzas? They have been discontinued. What? Costco? How did that not create an apocalypse? Like, why are we not worried about that? Why has that not been all over the news that Costco has discontinued their take and bake pizzas? So on my way back to the front of the store, I stop in the freezer section thinking that I'll grab some frozen pizzas and their cauliflower crust pizzas are on sale, which when you're gluten-free, those cauliflower crust pizzas are pretty yummy. They're also pricey. So I left Costco stacked, my arms stacked with boxes of cauliflower frozen pizza. And I stopped in the snack section and grabbed some chocolate covered blueberries to put on top of that stack because I hadn't even taken a cart into the store. So everyone is checking out with their well thought out lists of survival needs. And I put my boxes of cauliflower crust pizza, frozen pizza on the conveyor belt with a bag of chocolate covered blueberries. And the clerk looks at me and I'm like, these are my essential survival ailments. So that was my coronavirus experience and I've pretty much tried to stay out of stores. And graciously, my husband has been doing the grocery shopping because I have been finalizing Lies of the Magpie in preparation for publication in May. This past weekend, I finished the draft for beta readers. So if you did not sign up to be a beta reader, sorry, you're gonna have to wait until May for it to come out. So I began Friday going over all of the edits and comments and notes that my editor returned to me and went through the entire book in five days. Now it's hard for me to finish reading a book in five days. So reading an entire book in addition to taking notes and correcting and editing, ooh, it has been intense. My brain is a little bit smoky. So all of that to say, to toot my own horn a little, I guess, but more for in all of these eight, nine years that I've been working on this manuscript, I've been afraid that I would never be satisfied with it. And people would ask me, when are you ever going to be done with this book? And I would say, 
I don't know. It, I'll know when it's ready, but it's not ready yet. Like I know what it's still missing. I have this vision of where I want it to be and it's not there yet. And so it was good for me to close the computer and feel that sense of satisfaction that yes, it is good. I love to read a well-told story and my goal in all of this has been to create an exquisitely written piece of literary narrative. And I'm going to say, I think it is. The story is strong. There are universal themes and ideas and questions brought up that I think will be thought-provoking, that will generate discussion. More than anything, it's a woman's story. It's a mother's story. Maybe I am the only woman, the only mother in the universe who has ever felt, thought, said these things, but I kind of think I'm not. And now, 10 years into this writing process, I can look back and say, yes, I'm glad I made the decision to become a writer. And that brings us to our podcast episode today, Choice versus Decision. Now, you might think, well, those are exactly the same thing. I've thought that too, and they aren't. And understanding the difference between the two will help us become more effective in implementing both. How we handle small, seemingly insignificant things in life can make a difference. Our life is a series of choices, and choices have consequences, but it is our decisions that determine destiny. And a lot of times as humans, we get bogged down in choices. We spend a lot of time and effort and emotional energy fretting and worrying and weighing pros and cons. Way back in one of the very first episodes, The Power of I Decide, I shared a story of walking through Walmart and hearing two clerks who were restocking shelves and having a conversation. And the younger one said to the older, I cannot make a decision to save my life. My family won't even take me out to dinner because I cannot decide whether to go to Applebee's or to go to Macaroni Grill. And so they just go without me and then I don't eat dinner. So choosing to go to Applebee's or to the Macaroni Grill is not a decision. It is a choice. And today I want to propose that the better we get at making choices, that if we can make choices quickly, and I'm going to use the word decisively, that will leave us open to have more perspective and energy to make the more important decisions. You ready? Let's hop in and see if we can clarify the difference between these two things that seem so close but are not the same. Choice is having the right, the power, the opportunity to choose between a selection of already determined options. You have two or more possibilities. Whereas a decision is the act of making up one's mind. It is setting your mind, creating your mindset. My definition of decision is the power of taking action to create a desired outcome. So let's say it this way. Choice is a selection between limited options already designated or created by someone else. Decision is a bigger picture. Decision ends up creating your choices. The decisions that you make determine the choices that you'll have. 
I think we've probably all heard the phrase, if you don't make a decision, the decision will make itself. And really the best way to understand the difference between choice and decision is through examples. So we're going to look at three examples. So example number one, let's say you pick up the remote control to the television and you're clicking through the channels trying to choose something to watch. You are not deciding what to watch. There is a already pre-selected limited amount of options available to you on television. Now, sometimes it seems like it's an extensive <laughs> amount of options available these days, and you know that you can click through a couple of hundred channels and still have nothing that you want to watch. So picking up the remote and clicking through the channels, that is a choice. Someone else television producers, actors, uh, network corporations, they have already decided what selection is going to be available to you. You're really not deciding what to watch. You're choosing between a set list of options. Does that make sense? That's a choice. You're making a choice about what to watch. The bigger picture would be you're coming home from work or it's, you know, the afternoon, the end of a day, and you want a way to relax. You just want to take a break, let your mind have a break. Your decision comes in deciding what you want to do to unwind. Maybe it's watching TV or it could be taking a nap or it could be reading a book or it could be going for a walk around the neighborhood or it could be getting on your motorcycle or going for a ride in the car or baking something or spending time with family or making a phone call. Do you see what I'm saying? Now listing those might make it sound like a pre-selected limited list of options, but it's not because no one in your life has handed you a list of these are the only ways that you can relax and recharge, right? Really the creation of what you do to relax and to recharge in your life is entirely up to you. And it could range anywhere from deep sea diving to space exploration. So your level of decision making is about setting your mind, determining what mindset you have about the person who you are and the life that you want. Am I the person? Do I want to be the kind of person that comes home and picks up the remote and clicks through the channels for five hours? Do I want to be the person who isolates myself? Do I want to be a hiker? Do I want this hobby or this hobby? Those are decisions on the level of decision-making, which is a much broader creation process, creating what you want in your life. Does that make sense? Difference between choice and decision. Choice is kind of the primer level. Choice is a beginning level of exercising agency where decision is the advanced class. It's the upper level where we are actually impacting the creation of our life. Okay, let's try a second example. All right, this example, you are in a forest and you are trying to decide what tree to build your house in. You are looking for a tree house. And so you are going through that forest, going from tree to tree and examining its potentials, which one is the size that you want, which one has a good spread of branches. 
You're going to consider if the tree looks healthy, if it looks like it's going to live for a long time, or if it's about to fall over. Maybe you're looking at how far away the trees are from other neighboring people who have built tree houses. Potentially, you could spend a lot of time in that forest choosing your ideal tree, right? You might even end up fighting with someone over the most desirable tree. It could come to fisticuffs. Now, what if I say that this happens to be a forest of Russian olive trees and you are spending your time going from tree to tree trying to pick out the best one, but no matter what you choose, you are going to have a house built with thorns and a really pungent smell. So you could choose the very best Russian olive tree but you would still be limited to the selection of trees in that forest. Now, what if you step out and you say, I don't have to build a tree house in this Russian olive forest. And you step out and you get a bigger perspective, like a bird's eye view. And you can see there are forests of redwoods and mighty oak trees. Or look at this. I don't even have to live in a tree house. I could build a house on land with bricks. I could live in a house on a boat on water. And now you are out of the level of choice to the level of decision. Because there isn't a preset determined list of options for how you can live, right? You could live your life any way you want. You can live on the street. You could live in a cave in the mountain. You get to make a decision about how you want to live, how you want your life to be. Just because someone took you to a forest and said, choose a tree, doesn't mean you have to. Even if everybody else is in that forest looking for the best tree. Okay, one more example, third and final example. This is a writing example. I think this is very relatable. Anyone who has ever written an email, a text, or a novel knows how hard it is to choose words, right? To choose the right words. So early on in learning the process of writing, I would work on a paragraph or I would even work on a sentence and I could spend hours choosing the best nouns, verbs, adjectives, and trying to cut out the adverbs. I could spend an hour deliberating about whether to end a tagline with he said, or he responded, or he cried, or he yelled. Thankfully, taglines used to be a big deal and varying the taglines was a really big deal. And now the publishing standard is to just do everything with he said, she said, because the tags aren't the story. Neither are the nouns, verbs, and adjectives the story. What I have learned rather painfully is that I could spend hours and hours deliberating over my word choice on a scene that doesn't even end up in the book. And for the first several years of writing, and even now I still catch myself doing it, getting so zoomed in and focused on word choice that I miss the bigger picture of what is the story that I'm telling. And it's a good lesson and a great tip for writers out there to when you're working on a project, get to the level of decision making. 
decide what the story is, decide the bigger picture. Don't get all caught up down in on the level of word choice. You'll have time to do that later and to play with word choice because anytime we make a decision, that decision is going to create choices for us. When we decide that we want to live in a tent on a beach, then we're going to open up a level of choices for us. We need to decide the tent. We need to decide which beach. We need to decide cooking and the bathroom situation and all of that. So when we make a decision, that's going to determine which choices we have. But no reason to fret and stew and spend time and effort focusing in on choices if we haven't determined the bigger decision. I like the writing example because I think it is a great metaphor for life. We are creating our life story. And so often we get caught up in the nitty gritty word choice in the individual sentences. We are focused on finding our best Russian olive tree. When life isn't happening at that level, when if we really want creative power over our destiny, it doesn't happen at that level of choice. It happens zoomed out at the level of decision making. I want to end with some thoughts by Vico Biscotti in an article entitled Choices Versus Decision, and I'll link to that in the show notes. I do want to paraphrase just a little bit because he talks about how for a long time in his life, he got so caught up in making the best choice. Every choice presented to him, he would weigh carefully whether it was what to wear or whether or not to trade his Pokemon card, which restaurant to eat at. He said, I always felt compelled that I had to choose the best one. And thus choosing became my disease. He goes on to say that the definition of best is usually relative and that every choice in life has pros and cons and trade-offs. What is more important is deciding. What makes your life have meaning? What do you want to accomplish before dying? That's a decision. Stating your future, creating your wants and desires and living towards that That's decision-making. Biscotti says, by going safe, you won't accomplish your life dreams. By picking options, you renounce to determine your identity and your future. If you don't know what you want, work on that, not on choices. Success in life is not about choices between options. It's about decisions. Options are just opportunities. Success is about deciding what matters most to you, then choosing a path and putting in all the effort needed for that path. By deciding, you also own responsibility to intervene on your reality, to create options, to create choices, to reshape needs, change your environment, change yourself. It's fascinating, isn't it? I hope this episode has opened your mind, which that's the goal of the Power Perspective podcast to widen our perspective so that we can recognize when we are caught in choosing between options. Because we function on that level so often 
deliberating and stewing. I do it every morning. What am I going to wear from my closet? What am I going to eat? Our life consists of hundreds and hundreds of choices every day. The more we can get out of choice-making mode, the more we can make choices quickly and decisively and spend more time in decision-making mode, the more we truly exercise our agency to determine our destiny, to create the life we want. So I hope this will be a fun little experiment with you over the week, the next couple of weeks, to notice, am I making a choice here or am I making a decision here? And recognize if the choices seem too complicated, if you're not happy with the determined set of options and choices that you have before you, that you don't have to stay there. You can step back and get on the level of decision making and actually change the choices that you have in front of you. And this comes from the ability to discern between choice and decision. Thank you for joining me today. This is Malia Warner. I will meet you back here next week for another episode of The Power Podcast. Have a good one. Bye-bye.